Rhinox is like, Titor, what have you done? <laughs> what have you done, son? <laughs> you let Uncle Optimus. <laughs> you gave your uncle a beer. <laughs> He's been sober for two days. <laughs> so yeah, Optimus is kind of damn like, it. I don't, damn it! I don't want to have to go across the border again and go pick him up at a brothel down in Tijuana, just like the last time. Too much energy. Welcome back to Too Much Energon, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of Beast Wars ever in production order, starting from the beginning. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am your other host, NeoCal. And this week, we are reviewing the 11th episode in production order, which was the 10th episode in U.S. broadcast order, Guerrilla Warfare. Uh, which originally aired on October 14th, 1996. Cal, why don't you get us started with this episode? Guerrilla warfare. Guerrilla as in the animal. Oh, yeah. the term in, used in guerrilla warfare. Guerrilla as in G-O-R, not G-U-E-R. G-E-U-R-A-L-7? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, wait, did I spell that properly? <laughs> Close enough. I don't know if I did. Um, I'm, at the be- <laughs> I'm, I'm always really terrible at like at, at spelling out words aloud like my, my spelling's pretty great uh, if I'm typing or if I'm writing something down but like saying it out loud I'm like uh uh uh, uh it's it's different the is uh, uh, uh t-h-e t-e-h <laughs> z-p-m what <laughs> it it's yeah, it's a weird word. It's like G U E. I think it's one of those words where there's two. Yeah, there's is there one R or two R? G U E R R I L L A. I no, mean, I have Google, but I refuse. I don't want to. I don't care enough. <laughs> there, so there, there is no way to find out. We will never. There's, know. there's no way. It's, it's 1996. <laughs> it's it's just hearsay <laughs> or asking your mom. Or stealing your grandma's dictionary. <laughs> uh, the Scrabble Speak- edition. The the Scrabble edition. That's how you know it's legit. <laughs> All right. So, so gorilla warfare. Yes, there's a gorilla and a dino. I was going to say a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> a gorilla and a velociraptor? Yes, velociraptor. Yeah. Uh, hanging out. And what are they doing? Looking for plants? Yeah, they're hanging out in this like really tranquil, beautiful like double uh, waterfall. Yeah, uh, it's it's really nice. It's a nice, bright, beautiful day. There's that like peaceful, like little like maximal flute music playing. <laughs> and so uh, Optimus and Dinobot are like checking out plants, and Dinobot's all impatient about it, saying like, "It's useless." Yeah, it's useless. It's a big waste of our time. And Optimus is just like. Oh, look at this plant here. Yeah, because he's like, it's we're like, explorers, I, it, remember? Yeah, yeah. And he's all like, yeah, I signed on for this mission as an explorer. Just because we bumped into Megatron and the Predacons is no reason to stop learning new things, which just feels <laughs> like a big old message to kids right there. 
right? <laughs> I have expected him to the camera to like cut to a zoom in on his face and for him to give a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and he's like like this plant here, and it's they're in a rocky like kind of mountainous area, and yeah. there's just this one big big ass boulder. Does yeah they kick a they kick a rock out of the way or something to look at it very violently <laughs> and they're like yeah check out this plant and, and Dinobot's Di- like <laughs> yeah Dinobot's all like he he disagrees with Optimus like wanting to investigate this plant but then he's all like oh very well I'll blast it out so he goes to transform and Optimus stops him and is like oh is you like can, you can stop yes yeah, sorry to interrupt but you said he stops him. He like closes his hand around his mouth and it seems as if he stops the verbal command. Yeah. And I was like, wait, hold up. Can you stop people from transforming if you close their mouth? So that so wait what this implies <laughs> is the way to win the Beast Wars is just to put some duct tape around Megatron's mouth. Unless you're yeah, unless you're rat trap, in which case you never transform with a verbal component anyway. I know I've made mention of that uh, in previous podcasts, but I've actually heard him say it a lot as we've been re- re-watching this show. So I don't know yeah. what I was on. <laughs> I don't know where, where I was getting that from, but it was always just, that was always a take that I had when I was a kid. It's like, oh, Rat Trap rarely ever says maximize. Well, there's like, one or two times he doesn't, and then it sticks in your head, right? Yeah, I guess. 11-year-old Christopher, what does he know? (laughs) And they also, sometimes one person will say, like, maximals, maximize, and then they all will. Yeah. So it's kind of, we want rules, damn it, we're adults now. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, he's like, hey, now, we need to be gentle or something. And he he just uses his, like, mighty gorilla strength to knock the rock out of the way. Yeah. And there's a weird-ass plant there. Yeah, and... uh... Optimus is all like knowledge of the terrain is an advantage in battle and that, you know, you're a soldier and you should know this. And Dinobot's just all like, meh, and turns and walks away. And then this plant. He makes a comment about salad. Yeah, uh, that that's a line that I will actually quote because it is one of my favorite lines in this entire series. Oh, okay, go. It it always has been. So yeah, Dinobot like snarls at the plant. And then turns around and walks away, and the plant shoots this like I don't know, like spiky acorn thing. Yeah, it's almost like um, a chestnut. You know how they're spiky? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Outer it sticks. Shell. He it throws it at Dinobot, sticks to the back of his Velosa back. His Velosa back. And Dinobot starts losing his shit, just being all like screaming, like and growling, like get it off, get it off. Yeah, he's he's losing his shit. Yeah, and Optimus is just like, oh, hold on, hold on. And so he pulls it off of Dinobot's neck and drops it on the ground. Thing splits open and a uh, a plant pops out of it. And, <laughs> and yeah, gorillas just uh, immediately. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> That's how the the that's how um pl- the plant life cycle happens, right? And um, Optimus, and so, I I was gonna say Gorilla Man, because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking, we were saying the word Gorilla so often earlier. Uh, yeah. Optimus is like, see, that's how it spreads its seed, and I like almost spit up my drink. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, and then he's like, uh, see, we've learned something. Which, like, and he's talking to Dinobot straight up like he's a child. 
right there. Yeah. It's like he's definitely talking to the to the uh to the eleven year olds watching this. And yeah. then Di- and then Dinobot is like, Yes, from now on I shoot my dinner salad before I eat it. <laughs> I was like, Hold up, you eat salad? Well, yeah, it didn't in a previous episode. Wasn't a word that he used to trash rat trap. Was he like he called him like an omnivore? Yeah, he called him like a stinking omnivorous pestilence. Yeah, that's as if the fact that he was an omnivore was like a bad thing. Yeah, but now he's admitting to eating salads. Hmm. Yeah, Uh, that Mm. aside, the the whole like from now on, I shoot my dinner salad before I eat it is a great line. It's legit one of my favorite lines in all of this show. And oh yeah, like you said, the the plant after they get it off, it the acorn like splits in half, and like an almost fully grown like copy of the first plant like emerges. And I'm like, wow, that is an effective reproduction oh. cycle. And then we hear Scorponok be like, how about an arachnid? Settling, finally settling that once and for all. I knew he was an arachnid. <laughs> Apparently like a 10-year-old me like knew too. I was just, adult me is always challenging like what I, what I know to the point where I play my own devil's advocate. <laughs> Why does he jump out and say, how about, oh, because they're like, we need to find another specimen. Yeah. And he's like, how about an arachnid? Yeah. And, and so they he start. shoots missiles at them? Yeah. So they. And they of course, tra- they're beside a cliff. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they transform. Yeah. Once again. Uh, so yeah, they, they transform. Scorponok like launches a missile that hits a rock. That's above Dinobot. Oh which yeah, Dinobot like, keeps getting like this is like what the second or third time now we've seen Dinobot get like tripped up by this. He just happens to be squished between the only big rock in the area and the rock that falls down from the mountain. <laughs> but there was no cover, so when I rewatched the episode, I was like, oh well, he was just hiding behind cover, hiding behind a rock, like a character in a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Scorponok does something like bizarre and what what does he does he call it something? So Scorponok oh, there's some eye lasers, yeah, yeah, and some missiles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah some eye lasers. And Scorponok is like basically like Optimus, I've prepared a special cyber bee for you. So here yeah. are finally the cyber bees that I've been talking about since like Yeah, I was like, the What the hell episode. are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and now I totally remember. He shoots this thing out of one of his claws, and it's a scary ass like fucking bee, and it like 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 a, a fly almost, and it latches right onto Optimus's chest. And I'm and like, it's... hold up, did Scorponok by himself just beat these two? Yeah, it's a it's a large like um RC car sized <laughs> mechanical bee. And it basically. like its eyes uh, and its back glow red. Fun fact, the Scorponok toy actually had one of those in one of his pinchers. Oh, it had a little cyber bee. Yeah, I think it was the left one, and the right one had, like, a dual the missiles. missile launch. Yeah, it had the missiles, yeah. The cross-country Weird. missiles. Well, one of them's normal missiles, and the other one is other. <laughs> and the other one is other. Remember yeah. some are, like, Nikita missiles? <laughs> right. The, the other is, yeah. What it, yeah. it, is whatever Gotham needs it to be. <laughs> oh god, poor Scorponok. <laughs> uh so yeah, he he launches this cyber bee. It's at, uh, at Optimus. It hits Optimus and latches onto his chest and he reels in pain. 
Yeah, and then we're uh, we're back at the maximal base. I can't remember what happened to Scorp. Did like someone fuck him up? Did Dinobot like eye laser him? Uh, um, like, of, Optimus was like hit. Optimus is hit and he gets angry and he just shoots with like his little double barrel arm cannon mm. and actually hits him this time. And he flies back and lands on a log and he's like, whew, <laughs> instead of like the water. But then like a like a three stooges like bit after he's like whew it like zooms out and the log is like going over the waterfall <laughs> if only he had started doing the log driver's waltz yeah he'd be on top of that shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no he's scorpionock no so. he's not he's not tarantula man <laughs> he's not canadian <laughs> uh yeah so he screams also i feel I feel like Optimus should just be Gorilla Man at this point. <laughs> Gory Chan. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we cut to the Axelon, and it just cuts, and it assumes they make it back at base, which is which is nice. And in typical the, fashion, uh, the, everyone's the, arguing with each other. The the Game of Thrones season seven method of traversal. <laughs> Well, no, because then it would have showed them in the Arctic talking to. Um, <laughs> what is up with me? I was like Tiger Man. <laughs> <laughs> Tigatron. <laughs> I think you mean Tigertron. Oh, according to Optimus. Yeah, yeah. It's according, according to, Optimus. to Gor and Gory. <laughs> and he, he is the leader, so. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. He's like, I say he's Tiger. Tiger? Tiger's not even a word. What is he, a rapper? <laughs> is there a rapper called Tiger? I don't know. I think he then he would be like MC Tiger Tigatron. Oh, that sounds better. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we're at the Axelon. And the, there uh, is the a rapper named Tiger. <laughs> oh, is there? Yeah. Oh. The I had to know. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways yeah we're at the axelon, we're, we're, and we're at the, axelon. At the dinner table arguing <laughs> that's, that's oh that's a good way of putting it yeah yeah they're at, they, they always they're always arguing at this table it's the console in their bridge yeah yeah the uh the the computer table thingy which from here on out will be the dinner table <laughs> i i think yeah <laughs> props to you for coining a lot of these I have a, I have a very particular set of skills. Uh, yeah, they're arguing uh, at the dinner I, table. And I will find you and will make fun of you. <laughs> I will find you and I will make fun of your Reese's, Pete, Reese's Puff cereal. Uh, if anyone it's... wants some context for that, listen to this week's outtake. <laughs> um, oh, the subtitles say there's an ominous theme. So the kids are all arguing at the dinner table and it's... It's typical, like, maximal fashion. Dinobots being pessimistic. Um, Cheetor's, like, calling him out. Rat Traps, like, barely manages to, like, stop everyone fighting. And then there's, like, a holy glow coming out of their Healy tank. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say what it is every time, but I always call it a Healy tank. The CR chamber. CR chamber. And the ones that the Predacons have the, is... the the Canadian rail chamber. <laughs> oh, I can remember that better now, actually. <laughs> and the ones the Predacons have, those vats. Did they I, ever I think them? what it actually means is circuitry restoration. That makes more sense. 
but yeah, the the Canadian Rail Chamber, and it's like glowing white, like there's some sort of holy business going on there. Except Rhinobot says, uh, <laughs> Rhinox, <laughs> Rhinox says he can't transform with that thing. Um, okay, which so which is an interesting turn of events. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah, so we should probably uh, this is something we should probably go over because it's important exposition. So Rhinox. Uh, so Optimus is in the CR chamber and Rhinox is sitting in is sitting at his usual spot at the uh, not at the, the dinner table, but at uh, one of the main like computer consoles uh, facing away from it. Yeah, one of the, uh, the bridge terminals. Yeah, yeah. So what he says basically is that this cyber bee is a like viral probe or something like that. And so basically it's latched itself on to Optimus Primal and has injected a virus into his system. Yeah, that and, changes his personality. Uh, we're not quite there yet. Oh, uh, we're che- not. No, che- and Cheetor is like, "Wait, okay, well, let's let's get it off." And uh, and oh, I almost said Optimus. Uh, Rhinox is his like, name is Rhinobot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, says we can't. Yeah, he's like we we can't we can't do it because the the cyber bee has like rerouted all of his life support systems. We yank it, and Optimus dies in less than a minute. Doesn't say cycle, says <gasps> minute. <laughs> he says minute. So they do have minutes. Good catch. And then uh, uh, Cheetor is like giga bummer or something like that. Cheetor phrases. <laughs> yeah. Cheat or bullshit, you know. He does mention that he can't ch- transform either. Yeah, yeah, because the the cyber bee is uh, locked into his robot form. It's preventing him from transforming. Yeah, that's some shit. And Cheetor is says something along the lines of like, "Oh well, that's no good because Optimus took mega energon damage on the way back here." Yeah, Dinobot says they they barely managed to get back to base. Yeah. And so mm. Rhinox is like, it gets worse. Like once you rip the bee off of his chest, it explodes in less than a minute. Yeah. Killing... He's like it's a ticking time bomb too, taking yeah. out everybody nearby. Yeah. What does he say? Uh, he said something that I felt like the way he phrased it, I thought was kind of funny. It's scary oh, with, to... within sprinting distance. Oh, does he say that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Within I just, I just looked at the subtitle. Okay. So this is the most dangerous weapon that either side has ever seen since the start of Beast Wars. <laughs> if it's yeah. as dangerous as he makes it out to be. What does he say? It'll take out or it'll, it'll wipe out everyone within sprinting distance? Wipe out everyone within sprinting distance. A part and... of me is like, hold up. If the explosive in the Cyber Bee is so strong, why doesn't Scorponok just shoot those explosives instead of his little puppy <laughs> missiles? <laughs> Like, literally, if the explosive inside this bee takes out everyone within sprinting distance, he needs to be shooting these bees and making them explode. Instead of, you know, shooting missiles that send people sailing to, like, halfway (laughs) across the continent. Because if he had shot Dinobot and Optimus with the explosives apparently inside of the cyber bee, then they'd just both be dead. According he, to like Rhinox's. Can you imagine if in Beast Wars Part One, when Megatron was all like, "Isn't that right, Scorpionok?" I don't know why I went. I don't know why I. I always go. Connor. <laughs> I, it, and it's just with that line. I don't know why I always go like 
full gunnery <laughs> with it. Scorpionock. <laughs> you have Scorp- to take the dragon heart. Scorpionock, yes. The dog's name was Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> you can't die, you fool. You're a transformer. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> From Highlander, <laughs> for anyone who didn't get yeah. that. <laughs> um. Oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. So back in Beast Wars Part 1. Imagine if, like, Scorponok had just used this kind of artillery when uh, Megatron went full Connery. Show would be over, because he would have just blown all of them up. That Yeah, that's my... Well, also, I guess, himself and uh, <laughs> all of them, yeah. Yeah. So I just... I, uh, I Maybe he's more... He's, he's hyping it up more than it. It's actually a danger, but the the problem isn't necessarily the explosion. They've dealt with lots of explosions on the show. The problem is that like Optimus will die in less than a minute. Like it'll just wreck his life support systems. Yeah, and so Dinobot pipes in and is like, "I know Scorponok. This is clearly intended to turn Optimus into a coward." Which I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. Is this yeah, a thing back, that Scorponok has done before? Yeah, he's like, I know. Yeah, I know Scorponok. And I'm like, hold up. There's two questions I have, Dinobot. <laughs> One, you apparently knew that Gorponok is like a cyber biologist or like a programmer or like a scientist. Like what? <laughs> Since when has Scorponok been a scientist? And two, really... or, or an arms maker, like a, like a weapon like designer. Like what the, what the heck? Yeah, so what, yeah, what is his job exactly? That's what I experimental weapon design. I, I really hope that Scorponok got a raise in pay with all of this added responsibility because right for all of the profession- he had to do this by himself for all of the like, uh, you know, like Forbes articles I've read about like, uh, you know, navigating the workforce. They always tell you to be wary of having new responsibilities thrust upon you without a change in title or pay. Optimus is already uh He's already maximized, and does he bust his way out of the CR chamber? Yeah, so he starts, like, straight up, like, um, like, uh, punching his way out, and it's, like, doing that whole, like, thing that was really common. I find was really common in, like, a lot of, like, 80s and 90s action movies where, like, something would be punching through, like, solid steel, and you would see, like, the, like, an indent from it. That that's that's common in like all of visual uh, media <laughs> for like all of time. It, it has to be. I've seen it in anime. I've seen it in even in like uh, Wallace and Gromit claymation. <laughs> I've seen it in cartoons. I've seen it on uh, this show, Beast Wars. I've seen it on reboot. That's a very that's a very iconic. This person's so powerful. They're I always I thought Optimus was shooting him his way out. That's what the white flashes were. But he maybe he punching his way out. Doesn't matter. He's angry. And he's like, who wants some? I think he literally says that. Yeah, so he uh he he knocks the door off of the CR chamber and he has his like uh forearm Can? uh cannon, uh double barrel shotgun. Yeah, double double cannon. Um so he has that drawn. He's all like, oh, okay, who wants some? Basically. 
Come get some. <laughs> Hail to blow, the king, baby. Blow it out your ass. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Where is it? <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Rachel. Yeah, so he he's all he's uh, yeah, all Batmaning yeah. in here. <laughs> so yeah, Optimus well, he does is like flipping tables. <laughs> Optimus is like super pissed and uh starts like just like shooting cannons around and like getting mad and being all aggro. And Rhinox is like, oh, I thought that was supposed to turn him into a coward to Dinobot. And Dinobot's like, well, Scorponok is notoriously incompetent. (laughs) (laughs) He's smart enough to program and make this weird, like, transformer virus parasite thing that can kill people if it's taken off. But like, oh, you know when you, like, add too much of chemical A instead of B and you turn them into... A fearless berserker instead of a coward. Whoop the daisy. <laughs> <laughs> because those two things are so similar that it's easy to mix them up. Or maybe it's like something weird, like it reacted differently with Optimus and it had the adverse effect as intended. Who who knows? So so pretend he's a bartender for a second, and it was supposed to be like, you know, three parts one thing, two parts another thing and one part another thing and he just mixed up the labels on the three part to the one part that makes more sense yeah he just mixed his chemicals that's what happens in science and so instead of getting like one part of the the one thing he got three parts of that thing and vice versa so now he's just a like rage monster or he got six parts of jägermeister (laughs) <laughs> and he's just really pissed. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> he got a he he got a yeah uh he got a Jagger bomb that was like an entire glass of Jagger and like a shot glass of Red Bull. Oh the opposite oh ugh. yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite of a Jagger bomb. Yeah. It's a it's an a inverted Jagger bomb. A bowl bomb. <laughs> I mean I would do it. You know what? We should do that. (laughs) We should try that. It's probably not as good as... No, no, I can expect that to be pretty bad. But shots aside... I do do like Jaeger, so I I, I would try it. It definitely would not be... It it definitely would not be my first drink of the night, but... No, that's that's midway through the night. Yeah. And then, and then after you drink an entire glass of this concoct, it this inverted con, blah, sorry, concoct this inverted concoction, it suddenly becomes the last drink of the night because you pass out. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's probably uh, you. You go in planning for mid drink, but it ends up being last drink. Uh, yeah. Speaking of drink, though, it cuts to like a dark laboratory. With Scorponok in his robot form, like doing science shit. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? He's at like uh, a terminal, and there's like liquids around, and um, a giant T-Rex walks up to him, and he's like, "Scorponok, um, how did it go?" And he's like, "I gave it to him, good, boss. Yeah, real good." 
Oh, I, I, before I should mention that before we, just before we got to this scene, uh, Rhinox was able to restrain Optimus because Optimus oh. was being all aggro was had his back turned to Rhinox because he was being all aggro to Dinobot. And so Rhinox yeah. restrained him. And you then, said he was shooting like the walls and just going nuts. Yeah. And then uh, Cheetor was basically just like, no big bot. Uh, and Optimus <laughs> was like, was like, oh, oh I can't control me. it. Disarm my weapons. Lock me up. Yeah. D- lo- lock me up. Disarm his weapon. Yeah, I guess you can do that. Although they self-heal. So that makes me wonder how much of their weapons are like cybernetic implants or if they could like quote unquote heal their weaponry because yeah, especially Optimus if in- healed his jet as like boost jets in mm. beast wars part two mm. but uh it's been established though that it's their beast form that conducts internal repairs and the cyber right. base preventing him from transforming oh that is true yeah yeah oh yeah so sorry we're we're in a laboratory legitimate journalism like, yeah <laughs> We're we're in a laboratory with Scorponok, like somehow pressing buttons on a computer. He does not have hands. He uses <laughs> he is giant. He is he, giant, like bigger than his thighs, like pincers. He uses the tips of them, just like oh, uh, kind of like how I type. Yeah, that's how I type too. <laughs> yeah, good point. You <laughs> know, I can type at I can actually type at like fifty to sixty words per minute, like that. I, I et it. I have like four typing fingers and a thumb. <laughs> oh, I don't. I I, I type like an old man. <laughs> one finger on one hand. <laughs> <laughs> one one finger or one finger on each hand. Oh, one finger on each hand. Okay. Yeah. Some. Uh, I. It's actually evolved. Like I've gotten a little bit better, and like a lot of the times, I'll use two fingers. I'll use like my first two fingers. <laughs> on each hand but like yeah like i can i've actually tested this and i can actually type with just like one finger on each hand like do the old man typing but i can do it at like 50 to 60 words per minute well there you go that's that's there you go good enough (laughs) (laughs) um so he's typing away and optimus optimus derp uh, (laughs) megatron t-rex comes up behind him and he's like well how did it go and Scorpinox like, I did good, Dad. <laughs> and he says he gave it to him good and got Optimus with it. He gave and him the old Predacon try. <laughs> apparently, which is better than the old Maximal try. <laughs> Oof. And he's like, and the antivirus? And Scorpinox like, right there, boss. And just I'm, one, like you said. Just one, yeah, like you said. And I'm like, why is there even what? one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. This is what I was wondering when I was watching it earlier. I was like, why even have one? Like, why? <laughs> like, to, to to barter, um, to give them. I understand, like, plot wise, it's so that the Maximals can use it on Optimus. Yeah. But l- logically speaking, like, I don't know why they would need it. He picks it up with his T-Rex arms and holds it like a scepter. <laughs> and he's like, this will, uh, they will undoubtedly come to get the uh, the antivirus and then we will put an end to the 
the and it will result in their final battle for the beast wars and i'm like oh, oh okay i i guess but i mean wouldn't it be also effective if it didn't exist <laughs> and that's a that's a big assumption that there's an antivirus at all so not only did yeah. he make, have Scorponok make one, he assumes that the Maximals know that there's an antivirus. And well, the funny thing is, they do. The Maximals do assume that there is an antivirus. There's a, a lot of uh, uh, leaps in logic going on here. Yeah, it's like it, it, it's like a poor attempt um, at this, like... A lot my, of people making cage. asses of you and me. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people making an ass out of you and Ming. And Ming didn't hurt nobody. Uh, so we, we cut back to the Axelon. Uh, Optimus is in a laser jail cell thing. And he's all, oh, like, yeah. he's all like flipping out, like trying to like shoulder check it side to side. And Cheetor shows up. They've uh, never shown this prison before. The, not even in a part of the ship I recognize. No. Of course, cheetah. It's, it's all and it's all like black, and honestly, it looks like more like something out of the Predacon ship. Yeah, so it's in a dark room. There's like um a visiting, like an observation <laughs> deck, and like you said, like laser bars keeping him in. And I'm like, bright red light emitting from them. Yeah, I'm like, hold up. The Predacons had an actual physical metal cage. The Maximals. <laughs> have like of by the way he's he can barely stand in it it's very tight right they've got yeah. this like standing torture like laser like prison i'm like that seems at least the maximals could fit in those cages and it's shown a few maximals in in the cages they can fit quite spaciously but like this is he can't even lie down Oh hell, even uh, yeah. Hell, even Megatron in his beast form was able to fit into one of those Predacon cages. Yeah, but it, but in this, it, it shows Optimus, and it doesn't look like this room to even lie down, right? Yeah, I thought that the Maximals were supposed to be benevolent and human. Yeah, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but apparently they've got a a standing like prison. And uh, uh, he's like, oh, it's so hard to control Cheetor. And he's like, you can do it, big bot. You got to believe. And then, and yeah. Like, yeah. And then a back and forth uh, goes down that, to be honest, kind of reminded me of like someone talking to a junkie, like a loved one of theirs who's like a drug addict. Yeah. <laughs> There's a I I got a different impression. It, it's, it's such a trope that when somebody's affected by hallucination or a, a magic spell or a mind altering thing, in like an anime or a cartoon or a movie or whatever, like if you just believe, you can beat it. And like through sheer force of will and through other people's encouragement, um, like willpower alone can beat that kind of shit. And I'm glad that's not the case here. <laughs> See, I think what's going on is Optimus is manipulating Cheetor. He know, like, Angry Optimus knows that Cheetor wants to believe in him. So Angry oh. Optimus is using that to convince Cheetor to let him out. That's interesting. Yeah, I like yeah. that more. So yeah, that's you what know the you know that trope, right? Like, 
yeah, yeah. You can do it if you you just got to believe in yourself. And I I kind of was like, eh. <laughs> and but it's yeah, that... he he definitely manipulates him. Yeah, and it's that thing that like uh like say like drug addicts will do, for instance, like to like just to to get what they want out of people that they know. Um, uh, I'm coming around to that idea more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you see where I'm going with this. Uh, I don't want to like deep dive too far into that, but uh, yeah, that that's that's what this scene uh, made me think of. So we cut to the others at the dinner table: Rat Trap, <laughs> Rhino Bod, and Dinosaur Man, and uh, they're arguing. <laughs> oh, fucking Rhino Bod! <laughs> <laughs> that's the Predacon version of Rhinox. Rhinobot. Oh, ho, ho, spoilers. <gasps> um, and um, they're arguing at the dinner table, and I specifically want to mention, they're just same old shit, like arguing about what to do. And Dinobot says, like, give him full armament, give him a bunch of weapons, and just, like, let him go nuts and attack. Uh, because he's he's got, like, a berserker virus instead of a coward. They won't yeah. expect it. The, the Predacons won't expect it. So just, I say we just let him, let him go nuts. I agree with Dinobot here. Yes. Which is weird because... I, like, I, I, I agree with Dinobot here, but I also see the Maximal's point. So uh, Rhinox and Rattrap are basically like, are basically like, no, this is a terrible idea because Optimus will get blown to scrap in the process. Yeah. And... Yeah. Dinobots basically just like, and they're like, oh yeah, that that's going to be bad. And Dinobots basically just like, well, that depends on your viewpoint. Yeah. And then Optimus shows up with Cheetor in tow and uh-huh. is like, actually, I like that idea. He's kind of, Optimus is kind of like twitching and he's like, I, I can't fight it, but I can adapt to it. Yeah, he's like tweaking. So I'm going to attack the base, but with your help, you can, you can. You can help me get the antivirus. As he's tweaking. And then um, Cheetor says a very uh, reboot thing. And he says, yeah, basic piece of programming. And I'm like, what show is this? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and then Rattrap is like, yeah. And what if he goes ape slag on us? Which made ape me laugh slag. because, like, legit, like, ape shit is one of my favorite oh, right. phrases. Yeah. Like, it's one of my favorite phrase terms to use is ape shit. As so, someone who went to high school in the early two thousands, I can assure you that ape shit was quite the quite the term. <laughs> uh, so rat trap being all like ape slag made me laugh. That that's pretty good. And he gets so like jacked and excited, he starts like shooting the ceiling. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which Optimus makes the alarm go off. Yeah, he gets all mad, being all like, being all like, "Hey, they made me what I am." I say it's time to say thank you. So he flips out and starts like shooting the ceiling. He they blows made me what I am today, and I'm like, "You've been sick for two hours." <laughs> you... He's adjusted very, very quickly to this whole like Wolverine Berserker rage thing. Oh yeah, it is kind of like Wolverine's problem. Like, does it? I does he call people Bub? He must. <laughs> I think yeah, some, so. Someone at some point calls someone 
bub in the show i'm sure seems like a rat trap thing and he's not just shooting the the sirens the, the little flashing lights he just starts fucking shooting everything like the compute like doing a ton of damage to the bridge oh yeah like it's it's not good like this this will red back yeah red uh, yeah i was thinking that earlier it's like i and i believe i've mentioned this before on the podcast but like they have a limited amount of resources like all they have is their ship basically yeah like, what if there's it, computer parts or screens yeah or it's like if, if it, yeah it's like if the like main if like a main computer terminal gets destroyed like they probably don't have the resources to fix it yeah right yeah so we'll, we'll uh, just whip up another liquid crystal display monitor <laughs> who knows uh, what's on their ship man i just realized like rat trap has like two perfectly spherical orbs for his butt you pointed it out before in the in a past <laughs> i did i did i think i ended up cutting that bit but yes i i pointed oh. out uh, rat traps booty <laughs> yeah so this is the part you're talking about where rhinox uh or this is maybe this is even a separate part yeah um this is a because part, this yeah. is yeah this is after he goes nuts where he's actually shooting rhinox like comes out from behind the dinner table and like charges him tackles him orders everyone to restrain him and then rhinox <laughs> rhinobot says uh watch that laser and okay like, what was he talking about there what you, laser you too okay yeah. I was like hold on i i this has never had a laser <laughs> I made a mental note earlier to bring that up because he's all like, Cheetor, grab his leg. And then Cheetor does. And he's all like, watch that laser. And it's like, what laser? What are you talking about? I have expected his eyes to to glow green because Optimus's eyes are usually red when he's in his robot form and like shoot lasers. And I was like, holy shit. Is that that, that what he's hiding in his back pocket? Or does he get them when he's really angry? No, he... He has no lasers. I have no idea what... Like I said, there are different writers for these episodes. <laughs> you can't pay attention to who has lasers and who doesn't. Yeah. Watch that laser. <laughs> uh, j- right? Just before uh, uh, Rhinox uh, decided to do his whole like football tackle of Optimus, though, he's huddled behind the table, uh, the, uh, the dinner table, with Rattrap, and he's all like, um he's all like we have to we have to stop him before he hurts himself as things right. are exploding around them and rat traps just like hey, try us y- yeah he and Wait. he's shooting at them when they pop their head up yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> after after uh after that uh rhinox and cheetor are trying to pin him down and then Optimus is all like, ah. He just kicks everyone off. Kicks everyone off. And he's just like, oh, slag the lot of you. I don't need you. Slag the lot of you. Yeah. I'll I'll handle this on my own. And his whole, like, like, yeah. (laughs) He he brings up his shoulder cannons and his face shield goes down. Yeah, he he does say, he's like, yeah, it's like Dinobot says, see? We gotta hit the press oh, right. the way they understand. Right, like, because the, the camera like zoom, like di- like uh, zooms in on Dinobot's face, and Dinobot just does this like like half smile, like, eh. 
uh, like, yeah, I forgot I said that. <laughs> Almost yeah. like he regrets letting Optimus hear that. Yeah, exactly. I just caught that. Like, he kind of, like, awkwardly smiles. It's, like, the most awkward sm- screen capping that to send to you. <laughs> um, it's the most awkward smile I've ever seen Dinobot do. And he has some awkward smiles, let me tell you. Yeah, it, uh, I might actually make it the uh, the show art for this episode. <laughs> I was considering, uh, we haven't got there yet, but I was considering uh, doing the uh, T-Rex Megatron in his beast form, like, just kicks Scorponok to the side. (laughs) Because it's a funny shot. It's either going to be really good ones here. It's either going to be that or Dinobot's face. I'm kind of leaning toward Dinobot. But if your caution circuits are overriding your courage, not not courage circuits, not courage, like like chips just courage there's no chip for that or a circuit for that that's that's separate apparently yeah that's that's just software yeah and he <laughs> and uh he goes off uh with this face mask thing like you had said to me in text all jason Voorhees, like walking around angry with like machete <laughs> yeah oh well we'll we'll get there um and so uh, <coughs> Cheetor is in his quarters and is all like arming up and Dinobot is just like, this isn't Can the way. Can we talk about the number of guns Cheetor has? Yeah, I mean, for being like a like university kid on his practicum, like guy has quite the arsenal. Yeah, like half <laughs> of his bedroom are just identical versions of his intestine gun. Yeah. <laughs> And this is weird. Also, he has nothing else in his bedroom. Yeah, no posters, no, just apparently guns on the opposite side of his uh, cot. (laughs) What would be really funny is if, like, he had a poster and it was just a poster of his, like, intestine gun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that that would be good. (laughs) And he, he fondly looks over at his, like, poster and he goes, ah, and then he turns his head and looks at his gun. And then, oh, rubs his, and then rubs his tummy. <laughs> rubs. Oh, right. Because <laughs> when he's a cheetah, it's inside of him. It's inside of his stomach. <laughs> so this is... Just like Reese Puff cereal. <laughs> Just like Reese's Puff cereal. Scorpionok's uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Open> favorite! <laughs> Once again, listeners, for context, listen to this week's outtake. <laughs> yeah. And... There's, this is, okay, so this is weird to me. Five minutes ago, straight up, Dinobot was angry, like yelling, hissing, doing his Dinobot thing, right? Saying, we should let loose Optimus on the enemy. They won't see him coming. Um, They'll think he's a coward, and he'll just cause a a bunch of damage. Yeah. Right? And now he's coming in, and and, um, Cheetor is like, Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta go follow him and back him up. Now Dinobot is like, hold up, like this, yeah, just this like, is this just is like cutting like intestine gun after intestine gun, <laughs> grabbing yeah, grenades. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he's just get. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't have a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> and Dinobot like marches in and he's like, "There's no strategy here. It's just blind aggression." And I'm like, "Hold Isn't up, that Dinobot." Yeah, isn't that Dinobot shtick? That that's your fucking shtick, and 
you were arguing to let loose Optimus like three minutes ago. Yeah. Thirty seconds ago, like just like like straight up, like yeah, like so two like, minutes what? of screen time ago. What is what what's going on here? And Cheetor pulls a a Dinobot, and he's like, maybe that's what we need: a little less brain and a lot more guts, or some. some and some he brain. says that as he's cl- clutching a grenade in his hand. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. <laughs> I was yeah. like, is he like is there gun parts? Now it's clearly a grenade. And yeah. for some reason, Dinobot decides not to be like a Viking for once on like the entire show. And he's like, no, we must think about what Optimus would do. The old Optimus. I'm like, the old Optimus? He's been sick for like two hours. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, rest in peace, the old Optimus. I can barely, <laughs> I can barely remember what... <laughs> I can barely remember the, the, the sound of his laughter. On a, like, on a, a Chris laughing the day before spring morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they come up with the plan of what is it to negotiate? negotiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Cheetor is like, oh well, what would the old Optimus do, basically? And Dinobot is all like, negotiate. W W O D. What would Optimus do? <laughs> right. Hold, holds up his yeah. Dinobot for some reason now holds up his W W O D bracelet. Not not that you can see that, but when I just said negotiate, I actually held up my fist. (laughs) Do you have a what would Optimus do bracelet? Uh, Think we could sell those? No, (laughs) I I have a Fitbit and a Sharpie. (laughs) Good enough. (laughs) I can make one. So it it also tells you the time and tracks your steps. Oh, that's better than a. slight sidebar (laughs) there is do you remember i think late 2000s there were thick rubber bands that people would just wear and yeah they didn't have like colors or anything they would have like indentations of like what they would say and sometimes some of them had a print on it but it would wear off after a few months and there were just these thick rubber bands that like were popular i mean i'm guilty of wearing one for like two years it was just a black bar <laughs> like a, bl- a black, pe- black one i remember people giving them out at raves in the 2000s like the mid to late 2000s yeah and i remember people wearing them and like one the pink ones were for breast cancer and uh, there were ones you could get for for um like band merch they would have like the band name on them and stuff. And they were just, it was just weird. These like rubber, like thick rubber bands that people would wear 24 seven because like they were just thick rubber. So you'd wear them in the shower and I don't know, just something, the, the what WWOD thing reminded me of that. Mm. But we don't have those now. Now we have Fitbits. Yeah. Which are only slightly more expensive. And do basically the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, can you imagine bringing tech back to, like, Beast Wars era? And, like, showing a kid, like, a Fitbit? And he's can like, ima- wow, that's my, calcu- that's, like, my calculator watch. Could you imagine taking a PS4 back to, like, 1986, when, like, the wow. NES was the hypest shit? People, I... That would be like witchcraft. 
you'd be you'd no be it wouldn't <laughs> no it wouldn't be anything because like all you can the only thing you can hook a ps4 up to is by oh, like hdmi so you wouldn't be able to do anything with it yeah like nobody would even be able to to play anything on it you, you could plug it in and turn it on <laughs> you could, yeah and show off the doesn't have a disc tray so you can't show off the little disc tray going in and out yeah you can uh be like this is the sound it makes when you uh when you press the power button and people would be like okay <laughs> cool story bro <laughs> <laughs> the controller would probably be would probably blow people's minds though because it's like oh it's wireless and it has this like light bar on it and and the light bar changes color depending yeah. on what like game and scene you're playing. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll turn it around and I'll be like being chased by the police in like GTA. And I'll be like, oh, it flashes red and blue. Yeah. I only noticed that because I put my controller down for a reason. Yeah. So I had I... the game for like years and I only noticed like years into playing. Yeah, I can't remember what game it was, but like some game that I was playing pretty extensively at some point, like the light bar would turn red when your health was low. Oh, just weird little touches like that. Yeah, it was like a peach or like a beige color at like one time. And I'm like, I didn't even know you could make that color. Yeah, so clearly has it. Anyways, yes, I like the PS4 controller, even though there's a big giant touchpad in the middle that doesn't do anything (laughs) for most games. Um, I at the I, beginning I, of a new game, I always te- test out the touchpad, and I'm like, "Oh, cool! I have to remember that." And then I I don't. Yeah, it's basically a giant select button. Yeah, yeah, it's a good way. To, yeah, there's the the replace the select button with share, and there's a giant select button in the middle. Yeah, games that utilize the swiping on it, though, those are those can be cool. Because yeah, it can detect uh, if you're swiping up, down, left, or right. And... Uh, yeah, um, there are a few uh, FMV games that do it pretty well. Like, uh, there's one called Emma that's actually really good. Is that, where, uh, is that the one where, like, people have powers and she's, like, at this, like, estate? Yeah, that sounds right. I only played through it once, like, two years ago. Yeah, um, we... It was on the. It was free uh, on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We just I played through I, it last month. Yeah, yeah. I I actually bought it when it first came out because I love FMB games. That uh, one was decent. Yeah, it was pretty good. Or like uh, Detroit. Uh, did I say Detroit already? Uh, no, you haven't mentioned it. Okay, I I was thinking it, so I wasn't sure if I'd actually brought it up. Detroit does a lot of stuff with the the touchpad and like move like this the um the motion control function of the PS4. Actually, controller. yeah, it it actually uh, so does uh, Detroit Become Human uses it a lot. Actually, that's fair. Uh, so does the the motion control, not the center. Eh, sometimes the center for the quick time events. Um, until. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Until Dawn. Yeah. yeah. Little rant about I I love Until Dawn. <laughs> or their uh, what was the the game they did after that? Um, Man of Medan. No, no, they did uh, another one. Um, I know you've played it because I've looked at your trophy list. Oh, <laughs> Hidden Agenda. Oh, right. That 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 was weird. We never played through it. Oh, I played through it a few times. I like it. We we should we should give it another chance. We played yeah. like a competitive like multiplayer mode. <laughs> it was weird. 
Yeah, I played through it uh, twice on my own and me and Krista played through it once. And like every single time I always ended up blowing up at the end. Spoilers. Why would you tell me that <laughs> when I when I told you I haven't beaten it? Well, there are there there are apparently like thirty different endings to the game. We shall see. I I really like Detroit Become Human. Like that is a special game to me. Anyways, that's our PS4 podcast. Uh, yeah. Since we we both own uh uh Hidden Agenda, uh, when I have access to PlayStation. PlayStation games again when I buy PlayStation <laughs> when I buy a PS5 uh, then we should do that yeah why not anyway beast mode beast mode <laughs> um, where were we um, we are at the dark side and there's a few uh, Predacons hanging out and there's a transmission coming in from the Maximals. Um, who's the the communications guy? It's usually uh, Pterosaur. Yeah, it's Pterosaur. Yeah, he's like he's like, oh, we're incoming um, garbled message from the the Maximals, um, probably from Energon interference. And he stabilizes it, and they they bring it up, and it's uh, it's, I think it's Cheetor. Yeah, it's Cheetor talking to them, being like Predacon base, Predacon base, come in. I, I love I loved how cocky Cheetor sounded in this message. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm gonna he, I'm he, actually he starts the, with insulting them. Go go ahead. <laughs> this, for this I'm actually gonna read the subtitles because I think it's like what he says and the way he says it is really he funny. Opens with an insult, yeah. He's like, listen up, you miswired metalheads. Which as a metalhead myself, I'm like, fuck you, Cheetor. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. He's like, you botched up your little attitude adjustment on Optimus. He's flaming toward you on the Red Eye Express, and he's loaded for mainframe combat. Wow. Which, again, another reboot thing. Yeah. Wait, yeah, what? Uh-oh. <laughs> Warning, <laughs> incoming Optimus. <laughs> um... Yeah, so he's like, so what do you say you fork over that antivirus before you get vaped? <laughs> do you even vape? <laughs> <laughs> and Megatron, uh, like, bravo to Megatron here, because he saves face. He's like, any renegade maximal who attempts to storm our base will not survive. God, I went Connery again. What is wrong with me? Oh, I thought you were doing it on purpose. <laughs> Will not survive. Okay, Here we are. <laughs> and then he's all like, Megatron out. Cheers. <laughs> does he say Megatron out? <laughs> he does, yeah. He doesn't say yes, though. Um, and then he, he cuts comms and he turns to Scorponok, who is just to his left, and he's like incompetent bug and then does this hilarious like side kick and boots scorpionok out of frame <laughs> oh yeah what a dick yeah he, i missed and, that the first time through he just boots him out of frame yeah it, it it's a it's a shot that amuses me greatly this this scorpionok is all like sorry daddy 
Please don't hit me anymore. <laughs> I'll make you happy one day. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that got dark real quick. <laughs> Ever since mommy left, you've been a meanie. Anyways. <laughs> um, Cheetor changes back into a cheetah, and there's a really cool um, shot. I will send you the screenshot of uh, with like the Predacon base in the background and all the um, Maximals kind of there. And it shows, are there, are there two moons? Have I just noticed that now? Are there are two moons. Yeah, there are two moons. No, no, no you mentioned this to me before. You mentioned there, this. There have like, always been two. East moons. Wars episode one or something. Yeah. 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 yeah there's always been two moons. Um, I'm like, is this, Nern? Is this the land of Tamriel? <laughs> uh, the two moons thing may become important. Ooh. And part so part of me is like, hold up. So now they know he's coming. And Dinobot was the one that insisted you guys do this. But before, when Dinobot kind of awkwardly was like, <laughs> and like shrugged, that was because he said we should just Give him the element of surprise and let him loose on the Predacons. So I was yeah. like, "What are you? What are you doing?" Yeah, and Dinobot. Like, Darn, it planning. didn't work. Dinobot's planning is very inconsistent. He, yeah, they should leave that to Rat Trap when Optimus is is gone. Yes, Dinobot. Dinobot is a fierce and powerful warrior, but he is not the master strategist nor leader leaderly type that he seems to fancy himself. No, and part of him is almost... I, I feel like part of him is coming to terms with that. He's starting to realize, hey, like I'm good at fighting. Maybe I'm not so good at being a leader. I'm reading between the lines of multiple episodes, of course. He never says anything like that, but... Yeah. I, you, you feel that too, right? Yeah, he's... yeah. He's a fighter, not a not a thinker. And he's really growing as a character too, which will uh which will come up later in this episode. And I'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, he before the scene ends, he says something like, Oh, clearly uh none of us can think quite like Optimus. And so for we the rest of us, we must now think on our own. Yeah. And I'm like, I yes. <laughs> So cue um like like a can of whoop ass time. <laughs> the last five minutes of this are the next five minutes of this are pretty great. Yeah. So uh Optimus they fly right into their ship. Yeah, Optimus Optimus is like charging like midair like downward like kamikaze dive right toward the, the Predacon base. This is the fastest I've ever seen anyone move he closes his uh his face mask shield thing and then launches a couple shoulder missiles at the the dark side blows a hole in it crashes right into it yeah crashes right into it and for and some black, reason black arachnia, black arachnia is at scorpinox lab terminal yeah did you notice I, that they reused the the shot of the lab i didn't actually but she's basically like, oh shit, we have an outer hall breach. 
and Megatron goes over to the computer and tells Tarantulas to specifically Tarantulas to destroy <laughs> the intruder. Like over some like um, intercom system, I, I guess. Yeah. Or he just yells into a vent because he knows Tarantulas is hiding out in the vents like a creepy bastard. No, he he yelled it into the computer. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Which I, I thought was Scorponox Lab, but <laughs> whatever. So and we uh, is a ninja. So we're in this like dark hallway and Optimus, this dark, like dimly lit hallway with these like kind of flashing like red and blue lights sort of illuminating things and optimus is stomping through it's pretty vaporwave yeah it's just stomping around and tarantulas like drops down and uh fires Shoots him with his uh with what is his like binaret arrow thing that he has yeah like uh it's almost like a anchor yeah like a spiky like grappling hook anchor yeah so it's, he... it's basically his like gun that he he has throughout the whole thing he it, it's shown that he has like machine gun like spider legs as well as uh this like utility gun yeah has he so ever he... had a photon gun or no like a like a blaster no i don't think he's pretty so. much just had this those two weapons right yeah so he shoots this arrow at optimus and optimus <laughs> straight up just catches it yeah and like then he and then he does the Robert Patrick uh, T one thousand finger wave. <laughs> I never even thought about that. He's the T one thousand right now. And so he start and then he just starts like charging toward Tarantulas and Tarantulas like uh, the Liquid Terminator. Yeah, just shrugging off shots. Yeah, and Tarantulas just like unleashes these like fully auto like spider leg. Machine the spider leg machine gun yeah that, that you had just mentioned and we see like optimus continuing to charge forward as he's getting like just mangled by these bullets yeah it's leaving scrapes all all over. nothing bad like we've seen before but it's it's denting him and scratching yeah. his face and stuff yeah it's it, it's it's causing some real damage and optimus gets over and like there's even like a close up shot of Optimus's face and like you can see like parts of his head are bleeding from this. What? He's bleeding in that? Yeah. Well, wait, no, no, it's the reflection of the light, right? No, he's bleeding. Like look on the uh, like uh white grill thing in the middle of his forehead. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's I thought it was like scuff marks. But you know, let's let's go with blood. Um, he mech manhandles. Me, there you go. Mech fluid. Um, family safe mech fluid, <laughs> which we know exists. So and he he manhandles tarantulas. Apparently, he can just pick up tarantulas with one hand. He slams him against the wall, and he's still holding uh that uh like arrow spike thing that tarantulas shot. And this is like scary. Yeah, he he's holding around because, like the the side of the not the um the the firing side of this like crossbow arrow thing, uh, but the the other side is straight up just a spike, and he he holds it up. He holds it up and shows face. it to Tarantulas, and then lowers yeah. it out of frame. 
And Tarantulas just starts like screaming in agony. And we see that Optimus has straight, like Optimus just walks away. And Tarantulas is pinned to the wall. He impales this him thing. on the wall. He straight up fucking impaled him. And I'm like, I'm watching this as an adult and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't actually show him doing it, but Jesus Christ. Well, when it, he holds it up and they, they make eye contact and he's showing it to Tarantulas, Tarantulas trembles in fear. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not usually somebody who's like, hey, like, is this okay for a kid's show? Usually I'm like, kids can, can watch whatever. Oh, but totally, like you yeah. said, adult me is like, what was, was like, the, let's take a serial killer, like holding up their knife to their victim's eyes before they stab them. Yeah. It's literally what it, <laughs> what it is. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? Who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, also too, like, I feel like no kid's show would have with, like this wouldn't fly nowadays. No. Maybe like if they had launched a spike and it pinned some somebody's arm to a tree, like by the clothes, that's different, right? But like But even holding... then, like they, they would add some sort of like comical sound effect to it to make it like And it would hit their clothes, like I like yeah. I said, right? But like the way he holds I expected him to like lick it. <laughs> or something the way he holds it up and shows him and then it shows him like squirming and like shivering in fear and then he pins him to the wall that's uh, it's a little morbid for the 10 plus or sorry eight seven six what's the age range <laughs> where's the bottom age range here five the, this show was rated tvy7 okay so seven ish plus although i know people who were like five years old when the show was on and that, that seems a little yeah it's it's dark yeah him showing him the blade that he's going to impale him and we know they can fall apart and be put back together and they're they're robots right but still <laughs> in this episode though like it like death is an actual stake unlike in you know a lot of other episodes exactly of the show so they straight up said that if the cyber bee is removed. He will die in less than a minute. Yeah. Not a cycle, mind you, but a minute. No, that's which is multiple cycles. We won't tell you how many, but <laughs> there's multiple cycles in a minute. Possibly 60. <laughs> Who knows? So, somewhere between one and 60. <laughs> uh, so Megatron, we're back at uh, uh, Megatron and Black Arachnia in Scorpionox lab. Or the the reused uh, environmental model of Scorpion. Yeah, I don't know why they're in Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Megatron says through the computer to Waspinator, he's all like, "Waspinator, get him yes. <laughs> See, now I'm doing it intentionally. What? I couldn't tell. Um, and then Waspinator is like, "Waspinator, get him." Right. <laughs> and Waspinator he's gotten him before. So and Waspinator is walking starts walking through this uh this similarly dimly lit hallway. And then you <laughs> hear a scream. Is. Yeah, and then you hear this scream in the distance. <laughs> Presumably tarantulas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and Waspinator just looks all afraid immediately. Yeah, his jaws chattering. It, it's like a scene out of like one of the Alien movies. Like somebody like and, desperately afraid for their life. And you hear like footsteps walking, getting closer. Jesus, this is scary. Yeah, no, like uh, I was saying to you earlier, like this whole bit like reminds me like he's basically Jason Voorhees or something. <laughs> yes. Like this, like this whole bit is like straight up like slasher movie shit. Yeah. Um, and then there's dramatic, like scary music playing and the wall behind Waspinator breaks. Keep in mind, like the walls are presumably steel and Optimus comes from behind, smashing through the steel wraps a hand over his face like his mouth and like pulls him into the darkness that's what i mean is like this is like straight up like friday the 13th kind of shit i think he throws him through another wall and just he cowers in fear and he's like no optimus and he covers his face and optimus just mercilessly shoots him yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's uh he is covered in blood wow yeah never mind that's not the lighting he (laughs) it's not even my blood (laughs) (laughs) and then he turns his head like speaking of like a terminator he's like in hunt mode and he's like very mechanically like you said jason Voorhees, like slowly stalking through through the many dark dimly lit hallways of the of the dark side and uh what are the maximals doing are they charging it yeah yeah they're, <laughs> they're charging, charging toward the dark side uh guns blazing and the uh, predacons meet them with their own sortie except by predacons i mean two of them <laughs> how much must black arachnia hate being teamed up with pterosaur because <laughs> it's been all a lot so far and it hasn't really worked out in her favor. It's just, no. It's just, and also, to, to her credit, like, would you want to be teamed up with Pterosaur? I'd take Scorponok. Oh, I would not take Tarantulas, though. No, never mind. No. I, Tarantulas is on the bottom of my list. Because at least um, Pterosaur has got your back. I don't feel like tarantulas would he's fucked off so many times oh yeah yeah and waspinator i think like i think waspinator would get annoying and how stupid he is very quickly yeah yeah he he runs when he doesn't think he can win he fights when he thinks he's got the drop on you he sneaks up on you and then gets shot a lot (laughs) No, (laughs) no stealth skill that that waspinator no, uh, but Black Arachnia doesn't have your back. So, but basically, the only I mean, one she I is a Black is... Widow spider. Like that's her alternate form. So. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the only one you could trust in this is Scorponok. Yeah, I mean, wow, he they is, suck. He is fiendishly loyal. <laughs> wow. The, now that I'm like analyzing all of them, the, the Predacons suck. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, they I are like, the bad guys. I, I like them, but thinking about who I would like like to be teamed up with, I'm like, ugh, no. Oh, definitely not. Well, eh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, they, they run out with their sortie and hide behind a rock that is conveniently placed. 
Yeah. Eye and lasers, guns. And we're back in the uh, the dark side. Optimus is continuing to stalk the hallways. And now he's gone full loopy because he's hallucinating Cheetor's voice being all oh, basically right. like, no, Big Bot, don't do it. Control yourself or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, huh? huh? Cheetor, is that you? Yeah. Cheetor. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Speaking dun, dun, dun. <laughs> maximize. I wonder. <laughs> maximize, maximize. <laughs> I wonder I, if there's anyone listening that has no idea what Metal Gear Solid is, because we reference Metal Gear Solid at least once every single every single episode. I swear. It's just a little bit here or there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the it's listeners, exactly. I have a I have a Metal Gear tattoo. So I am a uh I yeah, I'm a big Metal Gear fan. That's <laughs> why it comes of, up. It, it well, it comes up because I I'm a medium sized Metal Gear fan. I still know more than the average gamer, probably, but not more than a Metal Gear like fan like an actual fan that's played all the games uh, but speaking of cheetor um i swear uh, this is the third time sorry go ahead <laughs> you swear the what i was gonna say this is the third time cheetors just run into the predacon base as a cheetah just straight through the front door the the hangar doors <laughs> i swear he does this often well he is one cool cat yeah yeah so he disappears into the darkness yeah, so uh Optimus, yeah. Uh Optimus uh emerges from the 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 darkness uh, from the darkness. He emerges from the 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 hallway that he was stalking and covered in blood and covered in blood scratches and seemingly uh not doing well. Um and yeah, he's... almost like this is it's it's not just that it makes him angry, it's debilitating. Yeah, it seems like it's draining his life, which, like, wasn't a thing that had really, like, did I miss something? But, like, I don't feel like that was I don't think they covered that. Yeah, I don't think they covered that. But it seems like this bee is slowly killing him anyway. Yeah. Like, he's got, Uh, like, a day or so and before it kills him. Luckily, he stumbles across. Like I said, it's the only... Other than hallways, dimly lit hallways, it's the only interior shot of the dark side we see. Dark side we see, and it's it's Scorpion's lab. lab. Again. Yeah, um, lucky ass. Yeah. He looks over at where. Uh, apparently, he just knows where the antivirus is going to be because he I'm looks glad over. You <laughs> the camera zoom. The camera zooms in, presumably from Optimus's perspective, at where the antivirus was. During all the other the other scenes, and it's but not it's not there. there now. And Optimus just looks so heartbroken. It's like, dude, how did you like? How did you know it was going to be there? Like, it could be, it could be in a drawer somewhere. You don't know. Could be behind <laughs> the shelf. <I> don't <laughs> Apparently, it's in Megatron's little T Rex hands. Yeah, and so Megat- Megatron just not be like a mustachioed villain for like one episode. <laughs> So of course he comes out holding the antivirus like cattle prod. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, it's glowing green. It. You know what? They do a lot with lighting in this episode, and I 
they've never really played with that as good. There's red and blue light on Optimus a lot. There's moonlit. There's like moonlight, moonlit. There's moonlight hitting the Maximals when they're uh, outside trying to send a message. And now Megatron underneath him is being like lit up by the green like antivirus cattle prod. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's uh, maybe the it's uh, coming out of the darkness, so it's kind of spooky looking. Maybe the maybe someone on the animation team figured out some sort of like lighting engine, and they yeah, were all like, cool. they were all like, yeah, let's let's use it. Fuck yeah, animators showing off. Well, they they should like this. This looks rad, and this is so perplexing. He's not like looking for this, and I thought like an. A normal villain would smash it, would throw it on the ground and stomp on it, right? And then laugh maniacally. And then laugh maniacally as like your face <laughs> is like <laughs> superimposed and translucent over over and like people screaming and an explosion happening. And he's all like, Not today, Mr. Bond. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want you to die. I want you to talk. <laughs> One but might that's... say there's no time to die. <laughs> there, there isn't any time to die. He's like, "What do you? What do you? What does Optimus say? What do you want, Megatron?" And he yeah. says the most perplexing shit I've ever heard him say in the entirety of the <laughs> right? show. Right, right. He's he's all like, "Your allegiance in exchange for this antivirus." Yes. Like, what, dude? Like, why do you think that's a good idea? Also, it's Optimus? Your allegiance? You think... Um, okay, Megatron. Also, you want Optimus on your side? Since when? Yeah, you fuck you. yeah since when? <laughs> your allegiance? It's Optimus. He wants to kill Optimus. He wants to beat the Maximals. Maybe Rat Trap or like Tigatron or not Dinobot because he's betrayed him. Like, before. Well, apparently he forgives traitors all the time. Yeah, but like your <laughs> allegiance in exchange for the antivirus. What? How would that work? The Predacons could really Megatron could really use Rhinox on his team. I think. I think so too. I I, it, I think so too. It's like, fun to imagine. Like Rhinox is pretty solid, even though none of his inventions have ever actually worked. They wait, wait. No, they haven't. <laughs> like, remember the no, alien probe no, thing? It did nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it let him know that Optimus was inside. Well, I mean, they already knew that. But it so. was a device. It was a device that he built to uh, to extract Optimus. We've talked about this before, but like, he and built it didn't this work. <laughs> he built this device to extract Optimus from the alien probe. It didn't work. The probe just let him out. Yeah, the probe was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and let him out. Yeah. At least you can't sneak up on him. No, he uh especially if you're Waspinator. Poor Waspinator. <laughs> no, not again. Yeah, and so, so and so Optimus is like, oh, why would I want to join you? And uh 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 Mega Breath is basically just like <laughs> is basically just like you cannot refuse me. You're on I've, your knees. He is I've, ma knees. I've made you an offer you can't refuse. You either join me or die. 
at so like what do you think? Boss. Yeah, basically. And so Optimus is pretty much just like, oh, well, yes. And he gets all like fired up and he's like, well, then how about we just go right now, Megatron? He pulls the cyber bee right off of his own chest. Yeah. Which was a pretty dope moment. It, it's pretty, pretty, pretty badass. Pretty badass. It's yeah, suicide. Like, so but... Join us or die. Like, a, like I said, like a mafia, like uh, what's it called? Like racketeering. Yeah. Um, or recruitment. Um, Why not end this here and now, Megatron? And he rips the damn cyber bee off his chest, essentially killing him. But as um, Rhinobot <laughs> explained earlier, um, as Rhinox explained earlier, it becomes a bomb then. Yeah. And Megatron's like, you fool, you'll destroy us all. And he like throws his like little T-Rex arms up in the air and turns around and runs away. <laughs> and uh, Optimus Optimus, is like, I learned this from a flower. Yeah, so he pulls the same shit the flower pulled on uh, Dinobot earlier and throws the bee and it sticks to the back of uh, uh, Megatron's like Tyranna neck. <laughs> his tyrannical neck. Yeah, yeah, right in his little, little blind, not blind spot, the, the area in your back you can't reach. I mean, I can barely reach that area. Yeah, it's like his dead zone, basically. Yeah. Uh, and, and Megatron so, goes, ah! When that happens, he, he like comically throws the the antivirus cattle prod up into oh, the that's air. That's right. He doesn't drop it. He like tosses it up in the air, and it goes flying back. And Megatron just like runs away. And is all like he runs to the darkness, yells with just utter like anger, like Scorpionock. Oh yeah, <laughs> poor Scorpionock. Like does everything right and he's blamed for everything <laughs> going wrong. Scorpionock. Well, he, he didn't do everything right though because he he fucked he fucked up this cyber bee that was supposed to turn. <laughs> well, he did. He's done more than anyone else. Any other Predacon has done. True. It's it's not it's not his fault that he mixed up the cocktails. You know, he just had a few too many at that point when he was doing his whole mixology thing. Yeah, he made a nitro bomb instead of a Red Bull bomb. <laughs> right. Um, or was it Nos? Sorry, he made a he used Nos instead of Red Bull in the Jaeger bomb. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Nos. Yeah, those are those like blue. Yeah, yeah, Nos. Yeah. <laughs> he runs into the darkness yelling, Scorpionock! And Cheetor, moving a thousand miles per hour, jumps up into the air, does 700 flips, transforms <laughs> faster than I've ever seen anything transform in the entire show, and catches it landing on the ground. Yeah. And Optimus is like dying, apparently. So, yeah. on the show, and if anybody's familiar with Transformers, the thing inside of them, their soul, their life force, is called a spark. Yeah. Just oh, I'd good point. Uh, I yeah. think that's the first time uh, spark has actually been mentioned in this show. It, even if it is mentioned beforehand, it's not... I, I can't recall it right now, but but yeah, the, a spark, uh, to anyone listening, is like a literal like little light source in in the their chest cavity. And it's like their life, like their 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 electronic soul, like literally. 
and uh, watch the nineteen. Watch the nineteen eighties. What are those, <laughs> what are those <laughs> called? Those like orbs that when you touch them, like you start to see like elect electricity. What are those called? Like a Tesla, like coil or Tesla like, thing. It's kind of like lamp. Start to see electricity. What? It's kind of lamp. It's kind of a lamp, like every like every stoner in like the nineties and two thousands had one in their uh, in their bedroom. Oh, and I, you when you touch the the surface, like a little prod of electricity, comes yeah, out yeah. And touches your finger, and if you yeah. put another finger on it, there's another one, and if you put a third one, and it makes these little arcs going out and to it, your. And eventually, if you put too many fingers on it, like just nothing will happen because it's too diffuse. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, I guess they kind of look like that. Have we seen I, a spark? Not uh, yet. Not yet. And so, yeah, um, to the listeners, he said Optimus is like kneeling on the ground and he's like, spark fading. So straight up, he's dying. Yeah. And uh, Cheetor runs over. You know, in a dream, how when you're running, it feels like you're on ice or you're not running as fast as you would in real life. You're like moving like really slow for some reason. This is how Cheetor is running over to him. Like the the amount of space he covers versus how fast his legs are moving doesn't really add up. I found the animation really really funny to to look at. And um, I'm I'm gonna run to the washroom real quick, but just keep talking. Okay. And yeah, uh, Cheetor. Uh, stabs like a cattle prod. It it like even makes electricity s- sounds, and like makes a static like an electricity sound. I, I <laughs> um and visual and this green energy goes into Optimus, and it like em- the light the green light empties out of the little canister in the antivirus prod, and yeah. Goes into Optimus. It's it's so weird, but it's cool. And then Optimus shakes his head, and uh, Cheetor says a very reboot thing, and he says, "Yes, we're online." And I feel uh, it's the same um, studio, by the way, that does reboot, as well as Beast Wars. We actually do a reboot podcast. Uh, if you're interested, listeners. It's called Alphanumeric, a reboot podcast. And yeah, it's Christopher and I, and possibly a third person. If you're interested, you can go and check us out. And yeah, so Cheetor pulls an Enzo here, and he says, yes, we're online. And yeah, Optimus is saved. I feel like the use of Scorpinox Lab throughout this is a little perplexing. Maybe they're low on terminals after uh, all of the terminals got exploded on that one episode where Cheetor like teleported through the terminals. Because I remember them being shot a lot. Like they would, they would, the Predacons would aim and shoot at the terminal just as Cheetor was like disappearing through it. So I feel and like maybe Megatron. they don't have. Megatron specifically in that episode, like after just after Cheetor teleported away, Megatron like did his like T-Rex head laser blast and destroyed it. I feel like two or three terminals in the main area of the dark side 
were were destroyed and so maybe they're run, they're running low you know how we were talking about like hey do they have the resources to fix these things so maybe like that's one of the only terminals they have scorpinox oh, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know well so, the yeah, other I... well in that <laughs> random terminal that uh uh rat trap stumbled across in uh what was it uh double jeopardy uh where he just happened to stumble across the terminal that had the maximal decoder chip in it. Oh yeah. Pterosaur was like dinking around on like a terminal next to some scaffolding and a big black like pit. Uh, it was waspinator, but yeah. Oh, waspinator. Yeah. And yeah, th- there's that one. So th- there's maybe this terminal spread all over the place. And then they wanted to like uh, ransack Scorpinox's room since they just kicked him out of it. <laughs> Speaking of, so I just went over the uh, cattle prod hitting Optimus and the green like glowing energy draining out of the canister and like being injected into Optimus, like a weird like liquid electricity, and then him coming coming to. Yeah, it's weird, but that's how viruses work. In Beast Wars, apparently, although I, I, I kind of question the logistics though, because apparently this cyber bee had rewired Optimus's life support circuits into itself. Wait, that's a good so point. It's like, not enough. It's not that the antivirus would stop the bee. The bee being removed is supposed like, to kill him. Yeah, so you would think, like, for this antivirus to work, it would be dependent on it being injected. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. It would be dependent on uh, being injected into Optimus while the bee was still attached, because, like, otherwise, like, still gonna die. Yeah, because the problem with Optimus was that it removed his life support, um like uh function functionality when it's ripped off but yeah. the antivirus just fixes his berserker like rage yeah wait yeah that doesn't yeah. make sense <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever it, it brings him back to life and fixes his fixes optimus's life support apparently yeah apparently okay. yeah <laughs> i i never thought about that that's a good point yeah uh, and he's so, like, let's get out of here, Big Bud, and they do. They run, and then they're, like, fleeing from the Predacon ship, and Cheetor is all like, time to fade, heroes! <laughs> Which, I don't know why, like, they're, I always, like, this isn't the first time Cheetor has said this. Definitely not. I always roll my eyes whenever he says it, and I don't know why, but it's just, like, Something about the line just makes me go like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, when you were gone to, I mentioned that Cheetor says a rather Enzo line, and he's like, oh, right, we're back online! And I'm like, hold up. (laughs) And then I plugged our other podcast. Uh, So, Megatron, this is... (laughs) This is... Sometimes I don't like Megatron, and then sometimes I'm like, wow, he's a good villain. This is not one of those episodes where he's a good <laughs> villain. He runs to the ship going, Scorponok! And he finds him on a terminal with just static on it. 
I spit because I laughed. Um, he's just tapping <laughs> buttons and there's just static on the screen. I've been a bad boy. He's just pretending to work. He's pretending to Speaking of workplaces, yeah, he's pretending to work. And he runs at Scorpionok and he's like, get this thing off me now. And I like when and, he's like, yeah. like walking toward uh, Scorpionok. Like it goes to like a point of view from uh from megatron you see scorpidoc just like kind of like wave his arms back and forth like cr- crisscrossing them like uh no 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 no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> and he does take it off of him but taking him off it off of him wasn't the problem the problem is like scorpidoc said what did he say it it'll arm itself and then in less than a minute, everyone within sprinting distance is like right, right. Rhino Rhino Man said uh <laughs> or Rhinobot. There we go. <laughs> Rhinobot was all like, yeah, uh it'll uh uh blow up and destroy everything within sprinting distance within a minute. And they look at each other as it's <laughs> like because Scorpinox holding it in his claws, they look at each other and then turn and look at the camera. Oh, I need to, I need to, I need to save this and post it on the Facebook group. This is ridiculous. That's the most comical, like fourth wall break I've I've seen in the entire show. It's a very, um, yeah, it's a very uh, uh, fourth wall breaking and kind of slapsticky moment. <laughs> And they gasp, and well, guess what? It explodes right in front of their faces. You don't even need to be a, a light jog distance away, let alone a sprint. <laughs> they're they're right up up close to it. Yeah. So it explodes, and presumably they're dead. Oh, they have to be right. Right, never to be seen again. It shows the in- by the way a huge explosion come out of the ship. Yeah. Like a lot over. of debris flies over. Series over. We... <laughs> okay, on that note, before we, we cut to the very nice ending scene between two of the Maximals. Uh, yes, it is a nice scene, actually. I really enjoyed it. Hey, Maximals, there's like two Predacons left. Like like Black Arachnia and Pterosaur. Like, win. Please. Guys, win. This, like Optimus took all the rest out, or or the explosion did too. Like win, like blow up their base, get them, please. Yeah. I mean, I understand there's no show, but <laughs> save yourself some like future heartache that you know the Predacons will cause. I mean, keep in mind the Predacons just blew up that relay tower and prevented the Maximals from being able to contact home base. Right. So, like, maybe scrap the rest. Yeah, yeah. But nope, they run away because they're the Maximals. Yeah. So we're back at the Axelon. Uh, Optimus is in bed. His uh, his eye lights come back on. Yeah, they, they go from black and they kind of flash red. It kind of is like a good way of expressing, like, eyes fluttering open. Like when yeah, they flash. Totally. I didn't know this until I happened to pause on this episode earlier, but the way it conveys the, at least with Cheetor, blinking is their lights um, in their eyes go dark for a se- like a split second. 
And I'm mm. like, oh, I, I've never noticed them like blink before. Have I just missed that or taken it for granted? Do you know what I mean? Like we don't notice people blinking. And yeah, yeah that's what Optimus yeah. is doing. Yeah, that's what Optimus is doing now. His like eyes are like flickering like uh, a little bit as if he's like fluttering his eyes awake. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, th- I think they're they're getting better and better as the episodes go. And I noticed that Cheetor was blinking earlier and I'm like, oh, red. So yeah, they're in some serene. I've never seen this room before cool it's like a maybe it's optimus's quarters yeah i'd say it's either uh an infirmary of some sort or optimus's quarters it's very it has a very good view it's got like a window looking out mm-hmm. and who it's is Dino that optimus's bed yeah dinobot, dinobot. is that optimus bedside and optimus is basically just like uh, uh visiting me on my yeah on my... yeah deathbed that's not like you <laughs> and dinobot tries to play it cool and is all like oh it was uh uh my shift yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and so dinobot gets up and is all like it's uh it's good to to have you back and optimus is like uh back oh, to normal yeah. back- or back to uh or uh, back home or back to normal right back home or back to normal and dinobots like leaving and he looks back and is like both and then leaves and optimus like kind of chuckles to himself and the camera swings around and we see at the table beside him is the flower from the beginning of the episode mhm and uh that that flower at the beginning of the episode it didn't really ha- it was a plant. It didn't really have like actual like flower petals. It was like a, a plant that almost seemed like parasitic because it, it winded up and shot that seed at Dinobot. And now it kind of looks like an, like an orchid mm-hmm. or, or something like it's, it's flowered now. And I'm like, this is like very Zen and Buddhist and like a very touching Dinobot Optimus moment. Because that's implying that Dinobot went and retrieved that that plant. Yeah. And that it had flowered while Optimus was recovering. Yeah. Peaceful flute music. I like it. Yeah, I do too. Um, so yeah, that has been Guerrilla Warfare. Uh, Cal, do you have any final thoughts about the episode? It It's such a silly, like, premise but it builds they did this with rat trap and dinobot and now they've done it with optimus and dinobot and it builds i don't know like their their friendship so i i like it me too um i think uh seeing optimus as like this aggro rage monster was pretty fun and he, the, he, him being on the Predacon ship by himself, just one by one, like yeah, that Jason whole like Voorhees, Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees sequence that that was pretty dope, and I really like the uh, the um, the the character development uh, for Dinobot especially. Like we're we're really like we're we're slowly like getting down to like the the the, the emotional core of him as a individual. 
as the show goes on. Yeah. And it also shows that, well, I mean, we've always known Optimus can be a badass. Yeah. 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 So that was Guerrilla Warfare. Gooey-Rila Warfare. <laughs> we will be back next week with the 12th episode in production order, which was the 13th episode in U.S. broadcast order, Dark Designs. Ooh. So keep an eye out for that next Saturday. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash too much energon. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, send us an email at too much energon at outlook.com. We are running out of time here, so I think we're going to call it a night. Yeah. I have good. been. Yeah, it was good. I like this episode. It's silly, but it was fun. What was the next one called? Uh, Dark Designs. Dark Designs. All right. Right. Uh, I have been one of your hosts, Chris DeBrasiege. I am your other host, NeoCal. And until next week, Beast Mode. Beast Mode. Beast Wars!